Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood, tips and tricks, products we love, and brands that we can't live without. Let's get into it. That was Gigi. Gigi snoring. And that kind of brings us nicely into what this episode is all about. It's about the mum juggle and that is it right there. You can hear lots of snoring and popping during these episodes. Yeah, because Georgia's obviously got her new bubba and Gigi's with us for most of the podcast now, which I absolutely love. Georgia's smashing. You're smashing it, mate. The mum juggle. Oh my God, the mum juggle, the eternal juggle. How are you I mean, finding it? Um, okay, I mean, normally I'm quite spoiled in that my mum is around but she decided to go on holiday what a selfish cow <laughs> she is what she's having fun um yeah so this week is a struggle um my husband dropped axel to preschool this morning oh wow well um, done james i know i think is it his first drop off maybe <laughs> oh, God. um and he's getting picked up early today because um my in-laws can only get him at a certain time so he's going to be picked up by them yeah and then james is then going to go and get him i'm going to nip home and then James is going out to work. So there we go. That's a oh juggle God. of a day. Head, head blown. <laughs> I know exactly the same, same boat as you. I've got a scenario where I basically needed the kids to be looked after for half an hour between 6 and 6.30 because Dozza has to leave for training at 6 o'clock. So I basically just rung my neighbour. I was like, hey, neighbour, <laughs> if I get them in their pyjamas and they've had their bath, can you just come and sit with them for half an hour? And you're like, it just fries your brain, the like, intricacies of getting everything right. And if you drop a ball, it's like everything comes crashing down. Exactly. And sometimes, as you say, it's only half an hour no. but you need someone and you think no can't you just look after yourself for half an hour <laughs> exactly um i'm really excited to talk to this um lady today because i feel like all of us regardless of whether you're you know a, a working mum or you know even more of a working mum by staying at home with your kids all day yeah. and looking after them because that is more more of a job i'm going to be honest isn't yeah, it yeah it is i mean those days at home when you're just at home with your kids i mean i've said i say this a lot being at home is so much harder than being at work for me. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, me and you, like, we we, we skip into the studio. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, cup of tea, yeah, I'll yeah. drink that, lovely oh, I coffee. Do a, do a wee by myself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, mummy, mummy, what are you doing? Just having a wee. Oh, don't. Stop banging the door down. I don't like to pee under pressure. Yeah. Um, but obviously we, love being, <laughs> obviously we love being with our children. Yeah, no, we do. Oh, my goodness. Of course goodness. we do. Yeah, we absolutely do. Uh, we also love going away from them. Yeah. Um, the lady that we're talking to today is possibly 
be one of the biggest mum jugglers out there. She's juggling lots of balls. She's, jugg- <laughs> she's juggling loads of balls. Um, she's got a very, very, very high pressure job, high powered job, and she manages to be an unbelievable mum at the same time. So um, I feel like we should get into it. Today's chat is with Rosie Nixon. So we've got sunshine outside the studio today and we've also got sunshine inside the studio because sitting opposite us um, is a great friend of mine. I've known her professionally for a very long time and personally as well. She is super mum to Rex and Heath. She's also the editor-in-chief at Hello Magazine. She's also two times published author. It's Rosie Nixon. <laughs> Thank you. Hello. Hi. Welcome. Nice, nice to be here. Thanks. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. I've got goosebumps. Yeah. Oh, I don't you? know what. Why? I don't know because I'm like, emo- it's a nice, it's lovely it's to have you here. making it happen. So I'm so glad that we could. It, yeah. I love your podcast. Thank you. Um, well, we love you. We are completely in awe of everything that you do. And I guess... I kind of want to kick things off with talking about this eternal juggle because that is the topic of the podcast today, the mum juggle and the mum guilt because you do everything, right? Well, yeah, but I think when it, when you list to any mum kind of everything they do, then it's enough to make you have a heart attack on the spot <laughs> because you don't kind of see your life as like one list of all the things that you've got to get done in the day. And it's a huge amount as, you know, a working mum or a non-working mum will kind of agree. Um, but I think for me, we were talking a bit earlier about sort of make how to make the juggle work. And for me, it was when I kind of came to the realisation that it's not going to be perfect and sort of dropped the concept of perfection. Gigi's in, in the room, by the way, again. Yeah, Gigi's yeah. Here. so lovely to have a baby <laughs> in the room. She makes me want to cry. I said earlier, <laughs> oh, don't I look cry. At a new baby. <laughs> it gets me. Um, but I think, yeah, when I realised that actually I can't, you can't do everything, it's not going to be perfect, you're not going to leave the house looking like you've just had a blow dry every day like I might have once strived to do pre-kids, um, then then everything's kind of slots into place because you're not measuring yourself by an unrealistic standard anymore. We talk about this a lot, don't we, G? Yeah, we do. I mean, something's always got to give, hasn't it, mm. basically? And you're never going to get to everywhere and you're never going to look the way you did before and you you're never gonna it's never just not gonna be the same is no, it? no and that's all right you know so once you accept that then that then it's so much easier to kind of fit everything in and, mm. and for me it's a question of prioritizing and my kids will always be top of that list and I've just cancelled going out this evening actually I was meant to go to a launch event and then I've got to be abroad later this week my husband's abroad now at the beginning of the week and I just thought actually I just don't want to miss a bedtime tonight mm. so everything else can wait and all your good friends understand that yeah you know so it is prioritising as well. How do you schedule everything in? So just, obviously you're running one of the biggest magazines in the country and you're also writing novels at the same time. So yeah, how does your, well, what is the, how does the diary look? The novel writing, yeah, has kind of taken a second sort of backseat. That's probably like, yeah, if we're talking, we're talking about a big car here really. With hello, <laughs> the motherhood sitting in the front seat, probably hello in the next seat and then the novel writing is kind of behind in it with everything else. Um, and I try to fit that in when I can. But certainly for me, writing books is my creative outlet. I really love it. You know, I love having an excuse to squirrel myself away in a nice hotel for a couple of nights on my own to write. My <laughs> husband, I might do that. My husband would amazing. say it, it's an excuse. Yeah, that I that why do I have to need to be in a kind of really nice spa hotel to write? But it does help the creative juices flow. Yeah. And is that your version of like me time? Well, actually, I mean, I I started writing my first book before I had kids, so obviously there was a lot more time there. 
again, but I've finished it. Well, both books, actually, I've finished on my maternity leaves. And if I'm really honest, I found it really hard being at home, especially the second maternity leave with two very young children. There were six months between my boys. And it was an intense time. And I mm. actually really liked having the you know, excuse in a way for my mum to come around, look after the baby the odd afternoons, and I'd go to the cafe and finish writing the book because I had a project that I was working yeah, on. Yeah, a kind bit of, of kept escape. me sane. And then I couldn't wait to get back home and be with them again. But I just needed a break. And actually, writing is so, you, you're so focused sort of on your story and your characters and everything, you totally go into another world. And, um, and and I really liked that. And I think I needed it, actually, as it, a mum. It's interesting that you're talking about your maternity leave because, um, you know, you've obviously had this humongous humongous career. Mm. And then when you had your kids, that didn't go away. So no. what was it like suddenly flipping on its head and, yeah. you know, being at home? And, and it's quite isolating that time, it isn't was. it? It was. It was kind of hard because I think in my career, I felt quite defined by, you know, being... Um, you know, editor of Hello, and and that's quite a big sort of role to have. And often people are like, "Oh yeah, you're the editor of Hello," and you're like, well, "No, I'm actually Rosie. You know, I'm a mum and all these other things too." Yeah, the title. And I did, yeah, yeah, and I did actually struggle with not being defined by my job a bit when I was off. Um, and so, sort of, the writing helped me with that. Um, but ultimately, it was really important for me to do. You know, I'm a home loving person. I'm a, you know, I couldn't wait to start a family. And so I really needed that time to focus on that, you know. And But but I've always sort of been in touch. I think when you work in the media, and you probably find it as well, Zoe, like it's kind of your life. Like all of my friends seem to mm. work in the media. or And when I'm going out to an event, it's sort of like going out for a night with the girls as well because my best friends are also there kind of in their yeah. capacity of their role so that's yep. really nice mm. so it didn't feel that I sort of lost touch with everything when I was on maternity leave I still had you know a finger in what was going on and first time round, how long did you take off I took off eight months the first time round, and I actually came back a bit earlier at six months uh, the second time around, or maybe even slightly earlier, actually, but that was because there were a number of changes going on at work. And was there and, ever um, a question if you were going to go back or not? No, to be honest. Don't I feel remember. bad about that. No, Don't no, feel bad about that it. Wasn't, I was always going to go back, and if I'm honest, I remember, as I said, I, I did find it difficult the second time around with two kids so close in age. And there were certain days, you know, when you'd be texting my husband being like, when are you coming home? <laughs> and like, and th that would get, that text would get earlier and earlier in the day. Oh my God, we can and so then, relate to that, well, can't we? I mean, we? that right now. Yeah, <laughs> get back here and now. I loved it. I love time with my boys, you know, nothing is more important to me, but I, I love working as well. And I try to um, work from home on Monday so that I can do the pickups, you know, from nursery and school, definitely be around on that day. But I have to say, I skip off to work on a Tuesday morning. Like, I'm back at work yeah, too. It was, it's I, the work it's holiday. The balance. It the is. balance is what I need, really, to thrive. And I think it makes me a better mum having that. But then it does feel off kilter at times. And I've struggled with that too, you know. And, and then you have to claw things back and think, actually... No, work is taking on, I'm taking on too much. I learned the power of saying no. That was like a big thing, you know, only a couple of years ago when I felt as though everything was getting on top of me. Sorry. That's all right. It's real, isn't it? <laughs> that when, when things were getting on top of me, I learned, you know, actually, no, I don't need to go to that event tonight. It's not essential. Someone else can go to that. I need to be home for my children. Mm. The mum guilt, mm. you know, a subject that, again, is discussed a lot. And yeah. I think it's very hard 
you know whether you whether you have a career or you don't have a career yeah. it's when you're prioritizing or well, not prioritizing but when you're choosing to do something else and not be with your children you're, yeah. you you feel it yeah you do but but i try to not feel it i mean i try to think do you know what it's you know again about losing this idea of perfection it's not always going to be perfect my kids know how loved they are and are secure and you know and and that is a you know taken for granted so mm-hmm. um i think yeah i think sometimes things do feel off balance but you've got to try not to sweat it sweat the big stuff yeah you know and and there is going to be guilt and things are going to be off balance at sometimes but that's life you know so every you know, mother yeah. is struggling with that Zoe and I say a lot that actually going to work and having time to do Mm. something that we enjoy actually makes us better when we're at home. Because I notice if I've been at home for like three days and not done anything for myself, I'm awful. I know. Mm. And that's me. I get ratty as well. When you're kind of all getting a bit on top of each other and you actually all need a bit of space, I think. Absolutely. I think it... like you said it's to do with the balance isn't it it's about being there and obviously our kids are our priority mm-hmm. but at the same time it's absolutely okay to love something else yes. and to step outside yeah. the door and be on your own again yeah and for, I'm really loving now that Heath is sort of understanding what I do and he talks about we go out and he'll say there's your magazine mummy and like oh, mummy oh. you make a magazine and when we went on a holiday we made a little magazine together of some of the pictures of when we were away and he took it into school it was really oh. sweet I was like maybe you're going to be a magazine editor. that's so sweet <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think that's really nice that they know that I love my career. I'm never, they never will hear me complain about work because I really love it and they get that. They love coming into the office over half term. I always try to bring them in on one day so that they can picture me now because they'll remember now and they like sitting in my swivel chair more than anything yeah. and, you know, pressing buttons on the on the computer. But it's really important that they see that environment, I think, so that they can imagine me there when I say I'm going off to work. You can't go off to work and, um, in my opinion, and not really kind of love it and explain that to your children. Mm. Because if you're saying, oh, I'm leaving you, but I hate my job. And, you know, I know, look, some people, different circumstances, they have to work. And I completely understand that. But I think if you love your job and you explain to your kids that, yes, we need to work because financially we all need the money. That's it. You know, but also if you enjoy your work at the same time, then that's great because that, that teaches them that you can leave them and be happy. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and so it's worthwhile, yeah. you know, it's worth you being apart from them because you're doing something that's really exciting and challenging and all the things that you hope to install in them when they go off and find careers eventually. Exactly. Have you ever experienced any negativity around your sort of humongous career and the fact that you're a mum at the same time? Generally, I kind of don't surround myself in that sort of world. I mean, yeah, occasionally people say, God, how do you just do it all? You know, kind of, and I think, well, I don't do it all, you know, and I, I'm learning every day, and sometimes things go really wrong. <laughs> it's kind of, you know, as I said, yeah, it looks a lot on paper, but I really, you just focus on the day in hand, and something has to give sometimes, like this evening, you know, something has to give because I just want to get back to them. And um, something that every working mum faces childcare. Yes, what does it look I like know. for you? <laughs> yeah, it is, it is difficult. Well, actually, this year, it's the first year we've actually gone for somebody to live in. We discovered this newly qualified Norland um, thing that you can do. So it's a Norland now. Oh, yes. Their final year of yes. studying. Um, they have to do a home placement. So it's really lovely, actually, because we're supporting somebody on their journey to become a nanny, you know, a super nanny. Yeah. So we've got, yeah, she's quite a young girl moved in with us um, because we've both got a, a year ahead with quite a lot of travel in it 
Um, so we felt we needed that kind of backup. And that has been fantastic. But in the past, we've kind of piecemealed. My mum used to come and do some time for us, but my parents are getting older now. You know, it's a lot for them to travel across London. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had nurseries. We've had day nannies. We've had nanny share. We've tried a variety of things. <laughs> Isn't um, it just the most stressful oh thing? God, trying to really piece together hard. childcare. And then when it all goes wrong and it sends you into a spin, I mean, it's yeah. really stressful. And I think that's the time when it really gets you like, oh my mm-hmm. God, I can't do it mm-hmm. all. Because now I've got to cancel kind of this stuff in the day. It's all right when it goes like clockwork or something goes off at somebody's ill or you know it's kind of a fine sort of balancing act that's easily kind of tipped over but then again you know again well that's life you know that's what having children is is mm. it's not going to work like clockwork all the time so that's okay you know don't be hard on yourself when things go wrong let's talk about um hello and what because mm. uh, because obviously you know you're the, the the front of it and the face of it and stuff flexible working within yeah, the company well, obviously there's a lot of women um that work at hello so we try to be as flexible as we can looking at individual roles and how you know they that can best serve the business but now you know with the our handsets and the fact that there's this always on world which actually i don't think is great in lots of ways you know i really try not to be emailing people later at night and it's just not fair to kind of load people with your stresses so I often you know save a number of emails in my inbox and then they'll go during office hours the next day that's nice that's a nice boss isn't it well we try to look at in but then we are a news you know so we are things do happen at any time of day um but I think I hope that people feel that it's a supportive environment and certainly I try to talk to the staff as a mum myself you know I know sometimes things just fall apart and you just need to go you know Mm. you need to be there for Mm. your kids if childcare's you know fallen down on a particular day but so we try to look on a case-by-case basis at individual roles and and that person's needs that's amazing yeah. I wish that my accountant was like you because yeah. he fires off emails at like one o'clock in the morning going, really? can you pay six grand? So I'm like, oh, no, no, I'm going to be six. Stop it's emailing really me. It's somebody else's stress, especially if it's the last thing you look at before you go to bed. Because having and a really it, nice and dream. And it disturbs yeah. your whole night's sleep because that's in your head. Yeah, Mark, if you're listening to this podcast, can you stop that, <laughs> yes. please? <laughs> you have got to have a cutoff. You? I Definitely. know, you have. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, it's intense. It's, yeah, we, you know, we're reacting to news 24-7 and never more so I mean I've been at Hello for over 11 years now and certainly when I started it was a very different role now obviously we're multi-platform you know digital is a big part of our business we're reacting to news minute by minute Um, so it is hard to switch off and I do have that argument with my husband on holiday of like just put the phone down and kind of alright but don't keep telling me you know I try to be good when we're away do you? I try to be good when I get home from work and put it in the kitchen drawer and wait till the kids are asleep because emails can wait, you know, yeah. for a couple of hours. Um, I want to talk to you about, we, we talked about flexible working, but do yeah. you experience a lot of um, mothers coming back to work that are, I don't know, feeling insecure? Are there any kind of issues that you see? Yeah, I mean, certainly it takes a while when you come back to work to find your groove in a new routine. And sometimes just having that flexibility of starting work half an hour early and finishing half an hour early, it makes a massive difference to your day because it means you can get an earlier train or whatever and get back to a childminder. So sometimes it's often those kind of small things Mm. to an employer. You know, I love it when somebody comes to me with, you know, a tweak that we can make or, or, you know, or even if they're feeling stressed and then we unpick it together and think, well, actually... We could make this small change that actually makes a huge difference because then you're back for bath time 
them and you know at, at that stage of your kids routine and then it all changes again as they get slightly older so I think flexibility is probably the key and being approachable because it is little JJ oh Bubba Oh, bless her. Mm. Um, I think that's the big fear about having a child or having children and then wanting to return to your old life, yeah. to your old job. And it's not going to be the same. And it's not going to be the same. And you don't you don't want to miss bar time. Like, it makes me feel no. wretched if I miss bar time or, be- or bedtime. I cry yeah. the whole way back on the train. Yeah. I hate it. Well, you don't quite know how it's going to be, I think. And I think there's a sort of kind of buzz when you initially go back of just going to get a coffee on your own at the yeah. coffee shop. And I really remember that and getting a new outfit and being able to pop to a shop at lunchtime but then that kind of wears off and you start to feel a little can feel a little bit lost I always feel daunting. torn just that's how yeah. I feel torn mm. like really some days I want to be at home and some days I want to be at work yeah and... I know yeah so to have complete flexibility would be ideal but unfortunately for lots of us you know with full-time jobs or um, that, that that's not always possible but I guess it's creating those small changes that can make actually a big difference to family life and what would your advice be to anyone who's got of, kind of got that fear, I guess, about going mm. back to work? Well, I think don't worry about it when you're on maternity leave, because also, you know, you often when you first start maternity leave, it's really in your head and you want to have a plan in place. It's going to be like this. But you change a lot during that time. And actually what you, what you imagine you're going to feel towards the end of your maternity leave might be completely different to the way you feel when you get there. So I would say don't try to set in stone too many plans. Really enjoy that time of being at home and being with your child and put all your energy into that. And then start thinking, you know, as you get closer to those weeks, you know, just before you go back, when you do need to perhaps start that conversation with your employer and just be really open and honest about the fact that it might change once you do actually go back Mm. um but it's difficult i mean you are a lot of people are at the whim of their kind of manager and them being an understanding person Um, but i think if you know your rights and you know and are just communicative then that's the best you can do and honest that's all any of us can be really and situations do change best laid plans and all that I remember vividly after having Luna and I remember getting the phone call from Hart and them saying, would you come back and do a New Year's Eve special with Mark? Mm. And I said, Luna at this point must have been, well, she was three months old. Mm. So in my head, I wasn't anywhere near ready to yeah. go and back to do anything like that. But I thought the phone calls come in from the boss. I, I, I've got to go because yeah. I've always said yes during my career. Yeah. And I remember driving down from Cheltenham to London. And I remember crying the entire journey because I hadn't left her ever. Yeah. Oh, oh, God, God, it makes me feel horrible. emotional thinking about yeah. it, actually. When I got there, I was pumping in the studio and I remember thinking, what the hell am I doing here? This is way too soon for me. Yeah. But also doing what we do, it's very hard not to say yes, mm. isn't it? All the time. Did the show, got in the car cried the entire journey back got back to Luna and when I got back through the door I called up my boss and said I'm really sorry but this is way too soon for yeah, me I, I, I'm gonna yeah. see you in three months time yeah. and he was incredible he was like oh my god of course I thought you wanted to because you said yes and yeah. it's like, I think it's about being completely well honest done. and yeah. not doing it no. if you're not ready or if you're not happy with something that's going on at work talk yes. to your employers yeah. about it I'm yeah. so so glad that I said to him See you in three months. Bye. And you listen to yourself and what your body was saying as well. And I think, yeah, again, that the power of saying no, you know, and not always being a yes person is really powerful. And I think sort of any boss or, you know, colleague will um, respect you for that. 
Um, certainly there's a lot of power in, in, in taking control into your hands and thinking, actually, I could do that, but, you know, I'm going to be unhappy or I'll be so anxious that I'm not even going to do a good job anyway. It's just not worth it. Life's yeah. too short. Mm-hmm. Just be strong and be brave and say no. Yeah, not even just in work life. I've found um, becoming a mum, I've been so much better at saying no, like socially mm. as well. Yeah. Because you get so little time to yeah. do things. You want to do things that you really want to do. Even with having a very young baby, I remember, yeah, in the early days of my NCT group, there was just so many things being organised and other friends that had had babies that I'd be like, oh my God, I'd, I'd almost feel a bit stressed about that. Yes. <laughs> I've got like this coffee with this person and that person and then I wander around the shops and it was all kind of local. But sometimes you think, oh God, I'm just so tired. I just want to be in my pajamas all day today and not leave yeah. the house. Yeah. And that is fine, you know. So actually saying no, you know, in that situation is all right too. Because sometimes you just need to give in to it. Yeah, you And do. just saying, oh God, I just don't want to brush my hair today. And <laughs> it's too much. Or to shower. Get dressed. No. Yeah, I just want to text my husband saying, when are you coming <laughs> <laughs> Georgia, do you ever do that? Because you always look so polished. Every time I see you, you look really, really you put do. together. You look amazing. No, I say this a lot. I have so much help and so much support. Mm. But this week, my mum's actually on holiday, so oh, we're on. No. T- we're on She's allowed to go on holiday. I mean, yeah, she didn't give me a holiday form or anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we're only into Tuesday. So maybe by the end of the week, I might have fallen apart. <laughs> so, hold, so hold on, it's just you and the kids at home with James this week. Yes. Yes. Whoa. I know, I know exactly. But James, my husband, he's home from work quite. Early. Okay, so again, that's good. Yeah, that's that is good. Yeah, but um, no, I mean, I do. I I have lots of days where I'm just at home. Yeah, I think you need those days. I yeah. mean, those are like the good old maternity days that are so important and restorative, mm-hmm. and you just need them. Mm-hmm. And just have a big old cry one day if that's what you feel like doing, and that is fine. You'll feel better for it the next day. Do you have any advice for anyone listening who wants to start a career and is on maternity leave at the moment? Obviously, you know, enjoying enjoying being with the baby but yeah. also thinking that actually I feel like I want to do something because yeah. it's quite daunting if you haven't had a career mm-hmm. before or you've been out the loop for a long time or you want a changing career mm. and it can be quite a creative time as well I yes. think once you got through the kind of madness of just having this new baby and certainly for me with my book writing you know I actually I really my brain just wanted to do that mm. and it, and I felt quite creative and I came up with loads of ideas every time I've been on maternity leave which I channeled then into my you know writing plots for my book what were um, you thinking about whilst you were feeding yeah, baby? Well, actually, yeah, I mean, actually, that's where the idea of my third book came, which is set in a baby group. But we'll come come on to that in a bit. So I think, yeah, make make note of all of those ideas. And, you know, they don't talk about sort of companies being generated from a kitchen table for no reason, because mm-hmm. often, you know, you have an idea about something that is really that mums really need yeah. or, you know, is maybe related to what you're doing or, or related to your work or something else. So it can be a good time to take stock and if you've been in a job for a long time and it's just you weren't happy before you went off then it can be a really good sort of point to make that change because it's kind of easier you're already out of that sort of working game to, to think about what you want to do so, so it's a really exciting time from a career perspective as well. Mm, I think it can be. We always talk mm. about buddying up with somebody as yes. well, meeting somebody at a, a play group, a baby yeah, group. I mean, you two. And your, yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. This podcast, we're 
wouldn't be here <laughs> if you hadn't had your babies and been had some time off and some headspace to think. So exactly. true. Exactly, and it's weird you get talking to people in a different way. Like yes. I would never normally just talk to somebody on the table next to me and then exchange numbers and then like start talking to. Was them. it because I was really pushy? <laughs> and also because you're not being defined by your job when you're off. Yeah, exactly. so I'd be sitting yeah with my fellow mum friends and no one's saying so. Uh, what's on the news agenda this week, or what's going to be in the magazine, or what feature are you working? It just doesn't obviously come up in conversations. Exactly. You're talking about other things, and you're sort of yeah, you're projecting the real you in lots of ways without That's hiding behind a career. So true, isn't it? Yeah, because you're just living in this really. It's a big bubble, but it's a very small bubble at the same yes. time, isn't it? Your world yeah. goes massive and then tiny. Totally, yeah, it does. I mean, it's there's nothing like it. It is such a unique time and such a sort of blessing, you know, to be able to experience that. So tell us about the new book. Yeah, well, I'm sort of in, I should have finished it by now. I've just asked for another slight extension because <laughs> there is less time <laughs> these days for writing. Um, but when I, when I had my first child and I was part of an NCT group, I just found it such a kind of fascinating environment that you're all these women, you know, well, and and the guys too, sort of thrown together. And the only thing you've got in common is that your due date is roughly the same. You're all having mm. first baby and you live in the same kind of area, but you don't really know anything about each other. And you go through such a big life-changing experience together and you become fast friends, you know. Mm. You're talking about your bodily functions within having, you know, met each other for, the, for yeah. an hour. And uh, you're straight you're, in You're there. mentioning the vagina very quickly. The vagina. The yeah, vagina. actually there is a bit in the book where they have to shout out <laughs> vagina because they have a slightly crazy leader of the baby group. Um, and I just thought, gosh, what a, this is such a good premise of a book. Could you imagine if there was a big secret between two of the women that they don't realise when they first meet each other and slowly it becomes unraveled? And it's about secrets and lies and this big night nine months ago that kind of changes the course of kind of both of their lives. But they don't realise it yet. So it's kind of told in a couple of flashbacks and it goes back to first love as well. There's a flashback 20 years ago and they're linked um, back then. So, I want to read it. I know, yeah, it sounds great. It's kind of, but also it was so nice. It was almost like a way of scrapbooking all of those things that happened to you as a new mum and all of the baby crazy things that happen, like meeting up in coffee shops and then a Poomageddon happens, you know, where <laughs> some baby gets completely soiled and then you're like on your kind of like fifth change of clothes of the day. Colic took me back to the colic era. Oh, the colic going days. Going around boots, yeah. buying every single product that all the said colic it could drops. help. Colic, yeah, all the drops. Oh my God, All yes. the bright water. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and actually I really enjoy. I found it kind of cathartic to put down sort of everything that happened and um, and yeah, I've told kind of one of the girls that was in my NCT group because I didn't want them to be too scared that they have been turned into a, a work of fiction. Obviously, it's all fiction. The characters are all made up. But oh it, my God, do they believe that? Or does someone <laughs> ringing you going, look, remember no. that secret I told you? Well, that, oh, yeah. <laughs> you bitch. No. Turned it into a book. It's all made up. But the Poomageddon, the kind of attempting to sort of run with our buggies on Clapham Common and things like that, are sort of funny memories that are yep. in there. Um, but yeah, I remember at the time thinking, God, I literally know every crack in the pavement of Clapham where I lived when I had my first baby. And I know the common, like the back of my hand, because I walk it, you know, five times a day. Yeah, you do, though, don't you? Yeah, in those early you do. days. It becomes, yeah, this small world. Um, 
so yeah, so I'm quite excited about the book. It's a, it's less of a light-hearted. I mean, it's slightly more of a thriller, really. Um, but it's a lot about relationships and secrets and lies and whether you should always come clean or whether a lie will catch up with you in the end, anyway. Ooh. Well, we know what I think. Yeah. <laughs> a lie will always catch up with you yes, in the end. Yes, <laughs> I know. Yeah, so maybe it does. Uh, but yeah, there's still lots of comedy in it because I can't help writing in that way. So I can't wait. When's it out? That's going to be out next year. I think they're looking at June. Okay, exciting. Yeah. Yes. Really exciting. Yeah. And I need to ask you this. Mm. You recently just had a little morning on a rooftop with Meghan Markle. Oh, yeah. Well, we can't call her that now. What do we I call know, her? I know, the Duchess of Sussex. Of course we yeah, do. Yeah, that was really exciting. On her first day back yes. from maternity leave. Yeah. Oh, she was it her looked... first day back? Yes. It was. Yeah. Yeah, so she was launching the Smart Set. So a really great initiative with Smartworks Charity, with, of, of whom she is a patron, um, who provides sort of clothing for women to get back into the workforce. So they help support women through kind of finding employment again and feeling confident in that job interview scenario. So, um, yeah, Megan had undertaken some private visits to the charity, been impressed with what they've done. And she brought together some big British brands, Marks and Spencers, John Lewis, Jigsaw and her friend Misha Nunu's range um, to come up with a capsule collection, really affordable price point, sold in all of those shops um, that would help women get back into work. And for every one outfit that is bought, another one is donated to Smartworks charity. So it's given them for free to the women that they're supporting, which is so nice. So, you know, I love that one to one model so we can do something that will directly affect another woman's chances of success. Brilliant. Um, but she was glowing. She spoke so passionately. She had no notes at all. Stood up at the podium. Well, she is a trained actress, I guess. Yeah. Um, and just spoke from the heart about her involvement in this and, yeah, wanting to involve British brands because Britain's obviously now her home. Um, Can we yeah. get her on the podcast, do you think? Or? <laughs> well, I don't know. We can try. I can't Surely you swap numbers. She'd be here now. <laughs> yeah. Leaky boobs. <laughs> yeah. Well, like she that? did have to Leaky race boobs. back yeah, to feed Archie, apparently. Yes. So, yeah. So just like all of us. I remember, actually, you reminded me talking of leaky boobs and going back to work. I remember going to Royal Ascot when, I, when Heath was, for my first sort of day out, kind of worky. Um, Hello had a box there and he was three months old and I went with Tamara Eccleston who who became my great baby mate because we you? both had our first babies on the same day. Um, so Heath was born on the same day as Sophia. So we were in constant text contact. Um, we, and we've both had her of on. Us, yeah. Have you? Yeah, oh, yeah, she's you come have. On. Yes, yeah. I remember. Yeah, and she offered me a lift in the chopper to get down there, as you do, Casual. which I was very glad about, because obviously we had a limited window, and both of us got into the, the helicopter with our breast pumps in our large bags, <laughs> and we're kind of slowly expanding and kind of exploding by the end of the day. Yeah. That's hilarious. So I remember thinking, oh, God, I don't know if I really want to go and everything, and then she was like, well, we could just do this together, yeah. you know, and we'll take our breast pumps, and we'll find a room we can go feed in together, oh, I thought you. I was going to say, where's the this place you've ever pumped in the chopper. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't actually in the chopper, it was in the loos at Royal <laughs> That is yeah, pretty not impressive. the most glamorous moment. Um, but yeah, but it's great, isn't it? That camaraderie yeah. of other women, whoever you are, you can the Duchess of Sussex, you know, or you're sort of one of us, exactly. a normal person, and yeah, you, we all do the same. And you only ever need one soulmate soul <laughs> to get you through it's the first true. year of yes. having a baby and Georgia was mine because oh. it's just it, like you said you know even 
Even the Duchess of Sussex needs a yes. mate to text and go, do you know what? My stitches yeah, haven't healed exactly. and I'm feeling like shit in and I haven't done time. haven't done a poo for a week. That was exactly <laughs> it. With Tamara and I, so we both had um, C-sections. Mine was a horrendous emergency one. Hers was rather more planned. Um, and, you know, and it was really nice to have somebody say, are you still doing those injection things that we're going to be? And they, I really hate it when I do it. And yep. Is it all right to stop? And Because you're there in real time together, yeah. aren't you? Because it's so easy to forget all that so stuff, isn't it? so easy to forget that yeah. day today yeah i feel like we could sit and chat yeah, to you forever but we I need know. to ask about your products we do so I what's know. your five yeah, favorite mum products yeah well i'm kind of as you said you do sort of forget like if you'd asked me with a real new newborn i'd have said lancelin cream oh, yeah. <laughs> because like oh that was essential for feeding because i did find it quite painful um, you can put it on your lips now, as well, though. We yeah, love you, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you sort of kind of, yeah, are only kind of in the stage you're at. So I would definitely say the grow clock. Oh, yes. It's been like, if we forget to take it on holiday with us, it's like, it is turn around the car, <laughs> stop the plane. You know, that this is, is going to be a disaster. Right? And for Heath as well. Right. Even though they they don't always wait until the sun comes up, but they know that they should be in their room and kind of, or they'll come up and say, look, there's only one star. Is it all right if we get up? So that means it's like nearly oh. there. Yeah. So the grow clock has just been essential. My boys have sort of, yeah, we've kind of had some success with sleep, but, you know, they, they are, were early risers and would still be, I think, if we didn't have that grow clock. Agreed. So that is like an essential. Um, oh, the swim fin. Swimming. Ooh, what's this? Yeah, both of my boys are very good at swimming, which, and my sister passed on this tip to me. Instead of getting armbands and rubber bands and things like that, which are kind of not the most ideal swimming aids for kind of learning to swim independently, mm-hmm. there's something called the swim fin, which is like a shark fin that you put around your chest. Um, and it looks like a fin, so it's quite fun wow. when they're swimming around in the water. And they learn to swim, kind of keeping themselves buoyant in the right position. Oh, brilliant. That's yeah, so, so both of them have had those. And again, they take up half a suitcase, but they have to come on holiday because they love being sharks in the pool. But now they can both swim independently. Can they? Can yeah, they? nearly four, yeah. Wow. Um, and five and a half, which I, I'm really proud of. And I, the shark fin's got a lot to do with that. Right, I'm writing so that down. The swim fin is Where do you get one. that? Um, you can get it from Amazon, yeah. Amazon yeah. is... <laughs> Amazon, obviously, everything. It is everything. Yeah. Um, and then I've recently discovered this thing called Rory's Story Cubes. Have you heard of these? No. Well, especially for my... Because uh, I suppose, yeah, my boys being that sort of preschool and kind of early school age, it's a tiny set of nine cubes and they've got illustrations on them and you can put it in your handbag and it's a great thing to whip out when you just need kind of a, a little bit of peace in a coffee shop. Um, and they've got drawings on them and you throw them out and they have to make up a story using the images on the cubes that's lovely so it's really simple um but it's just a very imaginative kind of play thing they both can grasp it um so sort of from age sort of three plus is probably okay brilliant. And, uh, yeah. yeah so i've bought that for three people for presents kind of recently since it's going to be my go-to thing um, love that from Rosie. Yeah. yeah. That's two things we hadn't heard of. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, good. Okay. It. I mean, the classic Aiden and Anae muslins. I mean, oh, yeah. just yeah. throughout. I mean, Rex still, his comforter is his giraffe muslin. I just think they make... Same as kids. Oh, really? Exactly oh, the same. Sweet. A stinky yeah. muslin. <laughs> stinky muzzy, it's called now. Stinky it muslin. had to be washed yesterday because it was so disgusting. Does I he suck it? it? Yeah, he... sucks it and kind of... 
Yeah, I mean, it's it. black, all, my, all like grey. <laughs> but I had to hand wash it yesterday and hold it in front of a hairdryer so that it could be dry, you know, immediately. <laughs> Why can't it go it in the tumble? apart from it. Tumble dryer, no? Because he didn't want to, he just needed it as quickly as possible and I couldn't bear the stench anymore. <laughs> so, and then books. Like, we are such big readers in our house. Yep. And, um, you know, ever since they were tiny babies. So the Julia Donaldson books oh, are yeah. very popular with us. I've just started reading Heath, The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. I'm <sighs> loving it now. He's old enough to read little books with not so many illustrations. We'll have them read to him, rather. Um, and reading some of the classics that I loved mm. as a young child. Mm. Um, we're massive readers yeah. both of us we read them every single night and um, one of the first books I had was this lovely board book that my sister um, gave to me called On the Night You Were Born and I've bought that for a number of people I bought it for Nat Pinkham actually she had a little and that I mean god it just it I was in bits reading it to the little baby because it's it's about how you know looking at the baby and nothing in the world will ever be the same now that you're in it and it just like I mean it still can send like me George is welling up when I think of it yeah but books yeah really big part of childhood I think yeah Lovely. Fab, Lovely. That was great. George's oh, written us up. So. Rosie, thank you so much You're for coming so in. I loved it. What a it's treat. So nice to have the little one here too. Oh, now no. she's asleep and quiet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so thank much. You thank much. you very much. Thanks. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Wow, that's a juggle, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, we thought we had it bad. She runs Hello magazine and has written two novels and is writing a third and is a mum of two and is hanging out with a duchess of Sussex? Yes. Mega Markle. She's still yeah. Mega Markle to she me. She is still Mega Markle of suits. It's kind of made me a bit sweaty under the on the tash, <laughs> just thinking about her life. <laughs> I know, don't. But do you know what? I, I really admire her about you know talking openly that it's so much easier when someone's coming to stay with you yeah and we've said this before sometimes a nanny you know you think of nannies as for you know big a-listers and really high profile people but actually having a nanny is sometimes cheaper than sending your kids to nursery yeah and also if you are thinking about that forget about nannies au pairs we've yes, had au pairs before exactly. and um you know i'm not ashamed to say this because this is what the, this is what you know is kind of the norm to pay them it's 160 pounds a week yeah and she lived with us monday to friday and she was just studying and she you know she she wanted it she wanted the job she loved kids her name was asha she was amazing she was with us the whole summer and and yeah, I mean, 160 quid a week. She looked after the kids Monday to Friday. Yeah, I mean, that, you can't argue with that. You can't with argue that, with you? that. And everybody needs a little bit of help, don't they? They so, do. Um, 
products yeah let's talk products <laughs> so we can't really talk about a product around the mum juggle yeah. um so what products what? are you using at the moment yeah i just think because rosie kind of identified her, her five favorite products that she kind of swears by yeah um and so we thought we would do the same this week so i have just started using um i've talked about this um on our instagram but kit's eczema has really started to flare up again on his back which is really distressing i think it's probably food related because we've got a bit sort of like well well you know hap, is it lax lax yeah that's it i was going to say hap dash but i don't think that's right um with what he's eating and obviously he's still got like problems with eggs and dairy and you know he's just sort of eating everything he's growing so fast he's having like three portions of everything and i'm just anyway the eczema's come back so i have started using organic babies by green people um and we're only sort of night two now things are looking better they're that's like good specially formulated for eczema um, and we're using all the bath products as well for him as well because anything I put in the bath I mean Axel was the same yeah right? he was I just had to change his washing powder um, are you still using that eco bath? yeah I don't use anything else I, really? I really won't use anything else that is incredible isn't it I know it? I know um, and I use obviously the e-cover washing stuff on Gigi so I don't know if it would have flared up with her yeah I um, need to get back into that I need to start using it because it's really good isn't it yeah it's so yeah. good I really swore by it actually um, and still do so another product for me so this wasn't around it might have been around but I didn't know about it first time with Axel is the doona um I know lots of people have it and they love it but essentially it's a a doona (laughs) it's a car seat which has wheels on the bottom so you just get um, get baby out the car and then you flip the wheels out so it turns from a car seat into a pram Georgia Jones have that she did she did and that is where I decided that I was definitely gonna get one okay um, it's incredible when I'm just with Gigi or you know with Axel as well I'll just literally can get her in and out of the car so easily how expensive are they though? Um, about 200 and something pounds okay. but absolutely Brilliant. so worth it right okay. really 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 recommend there you go G loves it um, now this is a bit of an odd one because it's not for the kids it's for me but I'm using them so much at the moment they're called pop bands have you ever heard of them? yeah so they don't also don't give your hair that dent do they when you've yeah. tied your hair up and you need to get it down you don't get that weird dent in your hair yeah so they're just hair bands but they ain't just like any old hair bands <laughs> um, like Georgia said they don't give you the dent in the hair and they're really pretty they're really soft my hair I sometimes go to sleep with my hair up in a bun and like my hair's really like sort of frail around the front like it's really weak around the front and it all breaks off these these seemingly are not letting my hair break. That's so good. And they've also got these things called starry eye masks, which heat up when you put them around your ears. So you can basically just lie in bed with an eye mask on, which then heats up. Oh my gosh, that's so nice. Yeah, they're mate, they're dreamy. Oh, lovely. I know. Um, another product for me is what well, I use the yo the Baby Zen Yo Yo um, buggy board, but yeah. obviously there's lots of different buggy boards. I find it incredible. Um, Axel is three, so not really in a buggy anymore. But sometimes if we're you know shopping or you know walking a bit further, he gets tired. So a buggy board on the back of the pram has been so good for us he can just jump on the back and I can just push him he also thinks he's driving the buggy so you know (laughs) that's another thing they're such a good idea they are brilliant because Luna doesn't want to sit in a buggy now either she likes standing up yeah they're worth worth an investment actually Um, the final product today is I've just switched to these nappies rascal I need to try them you gotta try them G Um, for anyone that doesn't know about this brand we love them basically premium nappies by the way no leakage anything like that and they've got no nasties in them so no kind of perfumes nothing to irritate baby skin anything like that um 
and yeah they're just better for babies bums really yeah they are and do you know what they're always on offer at tesco yeah <laughs> yeah Ex- yes exactly and i was literally oh, gonna say that, say that. <laughs> <laughs> um right that is the end of the podcast for this week Thank you so much. Um, If you liked it, please give us a five-star rating. Um, You can also review and rate and subscribe. Yes. And, yeah, just kind of spread the word, really. By subscribing to it, you'll know that you're going to get it every single week. And um, if you are going to leave us a little review, um, clicking on the stars, a five-star one, you can also write a review for us as well, which we would really love if you've got time. I know you're really busy parents, but if you do get a second, that would be fantastic. You can also send us your messages at Made by Mamas on our Instagram or at Zoe Harbin, which is mine. And we're going to be back next week. We are. Look forward to it. The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the most anticipated Roland Garros in years. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled tournament access as the world's top players in tennis face off against each other. Will the veteran champions continue their dominance or will a fresh face emerge to challenge their legacy on the clay courts? Daily live coverage of this epic showdown begins Monday, May 20th. Don't miss a matchup. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.